Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all but feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hey now all, this is not Joey C. You are listening to Spirit Sherpa, the place where you learn to unlock your magic mojo. And I don't remember the rest of the entry because I don't say it. <laughs> so I'm Kelly Sparta, your host, and uh, I'm the spirit doctor. And if you don't know who I am, then this is your first time on the podcast. And you should probably be starting at episode one because that's where we work with the newbies is from episode one and start your way there and start forward. Otherwise, if you know me, you're going, where's Joey? And the answer is Joey's not feeling well. <laughs> so I am muddling through and I trust that you will be with me for this as I muddle through. And, uh, and thankfully I'm not all by myself today. I have with me Anna Ferreira from the wellness universe. And we're going to be talking today about manifesting your best reality. And Anna is on this roller coaster ride of a shit show of, hey, let's just figure it out as we go along. So this is going to be entertaining. Buckle up, boys and girls. Hi, Anna. <laughs> Hi, Kelly. Thank you for having me on the show. Yes. And this has been quite an entrance into the show. <laughs> Congratulations for going at it alone, girlfriend. You Thank can you. do it. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So we are uh, we are off and running and we're going to be talking about manifesting your best reality. Manifesting is one of my favorite topics. So I'm going to hop right in because, well, actually, I'm not because I want to talk about how we met because you're freaking awesome. OK, oh, so, thanks. Likewise. Yes. So we have this mutual admiration society going on and Anna runs this amazing platform for spiritual entrepreneurs and coaches and things like that. And I've just joined and I actually went to my first, uh, I joined as a premium member and I went to my first 
uh, thing today in the background there, uh, whatever. The mastermind and networking. Yeah. 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 Networking thing made two great connections out of three people there other than me. So I'm just like, wow, that was amazing. Right. And, um, she's been doing this for eight years and it has been a labor of love. Let me tell you, I thought about doing this. In fact, that's how we bonded is I went, I was going to do this. I was going to do this back in 2006. Do you want my, my, my business plan? Because somebody should use it (laughs) because I decided not to, because I didn't want to run a tech company. And and she's like, yeah, I know it's a lot of tech. And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) So we bonded. Right. So Anna knows a lot of people who do this work and she has been mentoring people who do this work for years, almost a decade, almost a decade. And that is a labor of love right there. That is a passion. And so if you are somebody who's out there thinking I might want to be a coach or a, you know, whatever, a spiritual practitioner of some kind, a healer, a psychic, a medium, a channel, la, 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 right? If you're thinking that that's you and you'd like some, some help, there are varying levels that you can join at. Some are free and some are pay. I will tell you, I do recommend the pay. I've been seeing the benefits of it. Um, uh, so I highly recommend that. And if you joined, you might actually see me in person on a call. Well, virtually in person on a call, right? <laughs> That's what we're doing Zooms. So, um, but I, I wanted to mention that to you because it gives you context for what Anna's going to say today. Because, you know, everybody and their brother wants to talk to you about manifestation, but very few people actually have a clue what they're talking about. And so I wanted to give you that perspective before we go into this. So Anna, tell us, how do we manifest our best reality? (laughs) Well, Kelly, it's as easy as one, (laughs) two, three. And there you go. I love you so much. (laughs) I love you too. we (laughs) We have the same sense of humor, right? Yes. You know, I love you, Kelly, and I love that you brought me on to talk about the subjects. I, too, am really passionate. I'm passionate because I'm not like, ooh, can I make this happen for myself? Like, ooh, like, can can this be? And I didn't read it out of a manual. I didn't watch The Secret and then practice these things. I kind of just did it because of a divine download. And then what I did was, and I knew inherently from within what I had to say and do in order to manifest my dreams. And I do believe that leading up to the actions that I took, the challenges and gosh, the overcoming of all of these, you know, things I've been an entrepreneur all my life. I've had, uh, I've had several businesses and I, I've had my own clothing line. I've, I've battled with social disorder because I was locked into my basement in my studio, you know, working on my stuff. I uh, just had maybe a couple of interns around me. And going through all of these ups and downs and developing as a person and as an entrepreneur and as an independent, um, alone person doing all of this, no one, Alina, no husband, no boyfriend, no, no, anybody else to be around me while I was doing all this. And all of this led to where I literally gave it all over to the universe. And honestly, that's the ending. So you all can like stop listening now. Or... <laughs> but you know, it's so funny that you say that because I basically took this month off. I, I turned off all my advertising. The only thing I did that's remotely marketing oriented is the podcast because, you know, it was fun and I love it. 
Um, and I basically, you know, I, I delivered on what I had, you know, I delivered to my existing clients, but I didn't do anything else. And I brought in more business this month than I did last month. <laughs> and so, but that's true, right? Because I just went up. Oh, I'm taking the month off. It'll show up or it won't, but I'm taking the month off because I realized I was getting fried in July. And so, which was why July sales were low because I was fried and I kept manifesting people canceling their appointments because I didn't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> Wasn't that I didn't want to talk to them. It was just that I didn't want to talk to anyone. Right. I was like, I'm done. Leave me alone. And they did <laughs> because I'm magical. Right. <laughs> We spoke in July. That's a good. Hey, I got a we point did. right there. You must really you like me. Thanks, Kelly. I told you. <laughs> That's I hilarious. Told you that the only people I have on the call on the podcast are people I actually like. So, yeah, it's like that. So tell us, you know, you know the letting go is super important. It is. Yeah, I'll back it up. I'll really go through the real story yeah. now. So everybody really yeah. gets the gist. So yeah. oh, I, I, yes. I, I, I said talking now I'm going to tell you not to, but no, you said I didn't watch the secret. And I just want to say to this, um, if you have not seen the secret and you decide that you want to, I need you to understand that the secret is not a how to, it is an awareness raiser. It is only designed to let you know that the law of attraction exists. It is not designed to tell you how to do it. And so don't go in thinking that that's the case. And basically what I'm saying is if you're listening to this, you don't need to watch that because it's just going to tell you it works. Kelly, yeah. now you're starting me on a whole nother conversation. I didn't even finish with the first one yet because that's sorry. exactly what I was saying. And that's literally like saying, okay, everyone, we're going to go to our driving test today. And you take a four-year-old, you take a 90-year-old, you take a 20-year-old. It's like saying a driving test is fit for everyone. Well, if you're four years old, if you're two years old, of course not. If you're 90 years old, probably not, of course, of, of course not there either. But that's what it is. And I love that you said that because that's what people think they, they need a quick bet is the fix. And there is a guidebook and you just go boom, 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 you check it off. But if you're not spiritually in that place, and this is why I started with what I started with because of what I've been drugged through drug, dragged, driven, dragged. I don't know the dragged, dragged through drug, <laughs> been drugged through. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike, I'm not even drinking yet tonight. I haven't even started on my wine. So this is how much fun we're having folks. So that's exactly why I said it's what I've been drugged through to really understand. Like I was at that place. Like it's either you, it's almost like, okay, here is the exit. Are you going to get off? Or are you going to keep on the highway? And you're not going to see another exit for a while, folks. It's like, it's like you need to identify like, is that, is that calling inside of me? So I think that it manifesting is very, it's an intricate thing. There's like a guidebook and, um, um, an awareness around what needs to be done. And for everyone, it's very individual because it all depends on your, your spiritual and your, your belief structure. And also like, um, what level you're at really your, your level of self-awareness, your level of really wanting change to enter into your life. Um, your, and being willing to receive it. There's Those so, are different. yes, there's so many things that have to go with. That's why I strongly advise people who really, really, really want to manifest that they speak to someone like you, Kelly, that they speak to someone who's really, you know, 
can guide them because of where they are at. If you need, it's like, again, going to a dentist, you say, Hey, drill away. And it's like, well, what tooth, you know, it's, it, it, everything is very specialized and focused based on the individual's needs and wants and where they're at and how far they need to go and mature in their spiritual journey in order to get it. You don't just get this windfall and you, and you hear the stories of when people get a windfall of like, let's say the lottery, they just were not really aligned with it for some reason. They were blessed with the mega ball. They shouldn't have it. Should have went to me or to you. <laughs> I, and, I have to buy a ticket first. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I buy tickets. I buy tickets. And, and, and people lose it all because they're not prepared financially. They don't know about money. They don't know how about him. It's the same thing spiritually and manifesting. So what happened was back in 2009, at the beginning of the year, I literally, and I talk about this in my introduction to my, um, the wellness universe guide to complete self-care 25 tools to happiness, because literally this is exactly what I said in 2009. I was at the top of my staircase. I have, I have a small house here in New Jersey, a Cape Cod. And for some reason, I just had had it. I had gone through a really, really um, manipulative business venture with someone that was just looking to take advantage of what I was bringing. I lost a little bit of money. Now, it wasn't the money that I was concerned with. It was um, my, my passion and my belief and all I poured into it. And she really, uh, and she did some really bad psychic stuff on the back end to me. So I was really suffering with a lot of things that I didn't know why was happening, like, um, anxiety and things. I had just had had it at this point. I was about 35, 36. I was never married before, could never really make a relationship work out, committed all the time, many relationships, two, three years, some of them, um, but never got married. And I just, I was at the top of my stairs and I was just like, at this point I was call I was calling on all the troops. I'm like, you know, and I started praying to Saint Rita, who's the saint of the impossible. I was like, Saint Rita, or my grandpa, I'm like all of my ancestors, I'm like anybody who's listening, Jesus, Mary, Joseph, whoever's around, I'm like, please, dear God, universe, and everyone, just bring me somebody that will allow me to make beautiful babies with and allow me to live my happiness. And I think those words were so powerful for two two reasons. I had the self-awareness that I didn't know what happiness was and you don't know what it is until you're actually living it. And what makes you happy again at four riding a tricycle, it's not going to be very happy riding a tricycle at 45. Can't even fit on it. You know what I mean? So happiness is to be experienced in a new way every time. So I left it very open. And again, to your point before, there's a lot of people like, you got to get really, really specific when you want to manifest. Well, for me, that wasn't my methodology and not what I felt inside. And at this time, I still didn't understand. And I had no clue of what manifesting was. I was not part of this spiritual arena. However, I was very tuned in and tapped into it because my clothing line, I used the word blessed and it was really like spiritually blessed and grateful. That was my key, like my key design. And then I had the guardian angels and then each color on the guardian angels represented something that it attracted. I had no idea. I was dabbling into Reiki or energy medicine, never had any clue of it. All I knew is that it was coming through me in some way. And so I was there like, so in spirit, in the downloads, it was coming through. And that's what I said, boom, in like the very beginning of 2009. Now, the other thing with manifesting is really believing, like just really handing it over and like literally it's gone. Like 
here it is. Here's my sack of trash. Carry it off. I'm not going to go follow around that sack of trash. I don't want to go through it. I threw it away once. I don't want it around anymore. So take it. It's yours. Now give me something really awesome. So I waited. I had another downfall. I dated this guy. It wasn't even dating. It was just, I was just messing around with this guy. I ended up getting pregnant and I was 35 years old. And at that time you think like, should I do this? This might be my only chance. And I'm like, I'm in no position to do this. He's a real douchebag. I'm not going to go through with this. And then that had me going through the guilt of, you know, um, terminating a pregnancy. And that was really tough. And I want to cry when I say this. So, but even still through that, and that was like in June, I still held fast to knowing that my miracle, because I called it a miracle at that time, you know, not manifesting, but asking for a miracle because it really was anybody who, who could deal with me <laughs> as a wife is a miracle. Um, it's a, it takes a miracle and a prince. So I still had still held fast to that. Well, I waited. I had a couple other, you know, dates. I was dating online. It was the only really way to meet anybody, especially when you work from home and everything. And all your other friends are kind of married. So there's no, no one to really go out with. October 26th, 26th was my first date with my husband. And we got married on December 23rd, 2009. So two months later. Not, Not even. Yes. And we have now been married 11 years. It's going to be 12 years in December. I live between Portugal and New Jersey. He is a very uh, esteemed and reputable individual in his industry and has a lot of friends and a beautiful network. And I've been allowed to live the life that I want to live without pressure and living my happiness, although we know serving a big community really does. It's not always, you know, not <laughs> rainbows always and unicorns. Full of happiness, yes. And <laughs> you understand. Yes, but I tell you, it's not bad living between New Jersey and Portugal and, you know, running a business mainly online and, you know, being able to do what I want to do almost, you know, with, with this great, obviously, um, responsibility to my wellness universe and all of the, the divine folks there, but I can really live my happiness. Like if, you know, I can go anywhere. I have, you know, passports in both countries. I could travel around Europe easily since I have a Portuguese passport. I mean, you just don't know what the happiness is going to be. That's going to unfold. And I share that story because it, it helps so many people on so many different levels. First of all, it speaks to a lot of single women that, you know, think that it's over and it's not. One for every one person that's looking, there's one person looking on the other side, uh, you know, of, of the world, of the planet, of the town that you're in, you know? Um, so it really is encouraging for that, but it, it is the proof in the pudding. And I think that we actually discussed this when we were talking about this before, that it's really hard to believe in someone who's a money manifesting coach, for example, or a, a wealth um, coach, and they don't have two nickels to rub together. And I'm here to tell you that I don't really talk about manifesting too often, but I live it. And literally when I, and in the latest case, the latest case was, and this sounds almost trivial, but you'll understand how big this is. My, the last book that we just did, I had that forward in my mind, in my mind, that was for John Paul DeJoria. And for those who don't know who he is, he is a self-made multi-billionaire philanthropist, advocate, all around great human being that donates half of his money back to 
uh, organizations. He's a, he's an incredible human, and he's the co-founder of Paul Mitchell Products, founder of Patron. I mean, it's he's just a remarkable human. And and since I was a kid, because I was a vegetarian for a little while, I remember seeing Not Tested on Animals. It was one of the first products that I noticed it on. So since I was a young person, his his story and the way he did things really impressed me and took me like to a whole new level of inspiration. And that's why I said, he is going to be the forward of my book. And there's no way to get in touch with him. He doesn't do social media. I ended up going on Clubhouse, happened to go in a, in a room that had two other people in it. You mentioned before you had a networking, th- our networking thing today, you connect with just a couple people. It's the power of the person, not the, not the quantity of the audience. So I went into a small room that spoke to me. It was about collaboration and community. I met this other wonderful woman who was a former salon owner who won a national prize, met him in person. Now she sold her salon and she wants to get into a new business. But since she mentioned that, and it happened to be a Paul Mitchell salon, I reached out to her. I said, would you mind helping me out in reaching Mr. John Paul DeGioia? She's like, absolutely. And I was like, oh my gosh, well, how do I do this? And she gave me the methodology and how do I connect with him? Because he's a snail mail guy. And that's how I had to connect with him. But if I didn't already envision that and say, I really, 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 and it was almost like, I want Oprah. Yes. Oh, I want Michelle Obama. Yes. But to achieve anything, he's a self-made, he went door to door selling encyclopedias. He, you know, he's amazing. I can't talk enough about him because he literally is a hero of mine for looking at him to be, you know, someone who achieved anything, which was the last book. And it manifested. And I want to tell you this, uh, this too, our book projects are done in four months. I had about two and a half months to connect with him, to make it happen, to make it happen. So when I tell you I do manifest and I wish it was everything. Cause I said, like I said, I wish I hit the mega millions, but you got to pick and choose. But when I really, really align myself with something that I really want, and it is for my greater good. And it's something that would really bring joy to my life. And I think that that's also the key, another key to manifesting. I think the universe knows what really will bring you joy and where there are lessons still to be learned before you arrive at something that you're going to manifest. There's still lessons in between. So I think all of these things, anyway, it's just my take on it, Kelly, on how manifestation really works. But yes, I am walking, talking, breathing um, in the manifesting arena. Not, Not that I specialize in it and not that I, you know, I'm a coach for it, but I do like to share just to encourage. I can second everything you've said, right? I can, I can second. I mean, I had a similar experience with my husband. We met on a uh, online dating hookup site. Um, Mine was a hookup site too, but (laughs) (laughs) right. I didn't know it at the time. We we call it a, uh, uh, oh, I knew we call it a, uh, Well, you go, girl. I was I was interviewing, um, uh, but no, we. <laughs> I was just we swallowing got, water there. It yeah, almost I came know, out of my I nose. Did it on purpose. Sorry. <laughs> Hilarious. We, we we call it a one night stand gone horribly right. So, <laughs> but I love it. Yeah. So you know, but I was doing the same thing. You know, I had actually just let go of the idea of finding a partner, and I was just like, "It'll happen if it happens. It won't if it won't." And I'm gonna be happy in the interim, no matter what. And so I was on interviewing fuck buddies, to be quite honest with you. And I was at the end of my, my interview phase, right? I, I was almost closing my account because I had found what I wanted, and and then you know, this this lovely human said coffee, and I went. Co- 
coffee on a hookup site? Really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love it. And that's how I met my husband. But, but yeah, it's the letting go, right? It's the letting go. So you don't know this about my people, but my people all tend to be very much control freaks. Yay. <laughs> so we love to control everything. Oh, and good luck so, with that. Yeah. So therefore, <laughs> manifesting can be a real challenge because manifesting is is like, well, we got to plan it. We got to know how. But the problem is, is that with manifesting, you never know how. And if you try and dictate the how, it takes freaking forever for it to happen, if at all, because it may not be lined up to happen in that way, right? So I always like to reference Under the Tuscan Sun, the movie, as an example of how manifestation works in reality, as opposed to manifesting the way that we think we're supposed to, which is, you know, down to the finest detail. It's like, you know, the more detail you get into, the harder you make it for the universe to give you what you need, right? Or what you want, right? So, um, and the other piece that I learned the hard way is you can't just demand it like a spoiled child, because I used to do that all the time. Mm, I worked hard, it's mine, give it to me. That doesn't work either. You're right. No, it doesn't work. And the universe just goes, okay, you can have a timeout now. (laughs) And I'm like, but I don't want a timeout. I want what I want when I want it. And you should give it to me. (laughs) I've done that too. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't really work. So I don't recommend it. But, But the key is really to, one, decide what you want, which is what a lot of us have a hard time with right? Is, you know, what do I want? Uh, Who the hell knows, right? I've never been told that I could have any wants at all in my life because I was an adjunct to somebody else. And, you know, I was supposed to be there to make them happy or safe or whatever they needed. And my needs were not relevant. And so how am I supposed to know what I want? So that's step one, you got to know what you want, right? You got to place your order. And, you know, you don't have to know in detail. We just said that, right? It's enough to say, I want to be happy, right? But then you have to be willing to be happy, right? Gotta gotta be willing to let it in. If you're not willing to actually be happy, then asking for happiness isn't going to do you any good. You got to be willing to receive it. Right? I want to be happy. I, I want to be happy, Kelly. Rawr! Damn it. <laughs> yes. Give me happiness. Give me that. Right? <laughs> so, you know, if you can't receive it, you can't receive it. And then you're not going to have it, right? And then you said something brilliant, which is I threw it out and I didn't try and take it back. And that's the other thing control freaks do. So we throw it out. If it doesn't come back in five seconds, we go, oh, and this. Oh, and that. Oh, and this. Oh, and that. And then we tweak and tweak and tweak. And the universe finally just goes, I don't believe you. I'm not listening anymore because you've just taken it back 50,000 times. So please make up your mind and let it arrive before you tweak it. Right. Because you got a version of what you wanted, which was a relationship and a baby with somebody you didn't like. Right. And you went, no. And you sent it back and said, that was not what I wanted. Please fix it and send me the next one. And and they did. Right. You know, and so when you get into the habit of doing this, then you start to actually see signs, too. So like. I knew that my next relationship was going to be a younger man. So I signed up for (laughs) CougarMe.com. That is not where I found my husband. However, 
He is 14 years younger than me. Wow. Good right. for you. See, good for him too. Let me tell you. <laughs> I love it. But the key is that, you know, they told me that he was going to be a younger man. So I was not surprised when he arrived. Right. Um, it's much younger than I tend to, tended to date. But, you know, if you put the two of us together, we don't look like we're 14 years apart. And we certainly don't act like we're 14 years old, uh, 14 years apart, because he's, uh, you know, he's older than his years and I'm younger than mine. And people never think that we're an age difference much. You do get hints from your guides when you're when you're in the midst of it. Right. You, You get hints, but you have to be willing to let go of your beliefs that are in the way. And you talked about that earlier, Anna. You were talking about, you know, where you are in your process, right? So if you're in this state where you're like, I want more money. It's like, okay, somebody offers to pay something for you and you go, oh no, I can't let you do that. Well, that's more money. (laughs) Stop saying no to the thing you've said yes to, right? Or you find money on the street and you're like, well, I have to find its owner and give it back. No, you asked for more money. That's why you found the money on the street, right? You know, you've, you've got to be willing to take it when it shows up, right? Well, what about the other person? Well, maybe they needed to lose the money for their lesson in life, or maybe they, maybe they dropped it so that you could find it because they had extra and they wanted to give a gift to somebody. And you don't know. You don't know where that money came from. Right. And so, you know, the the key is to get your your belief structure lined up behind it. The one thing I didn't hear you say that I want to add to the conversation is gratitude. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And and that's so important. The just the act of looking at what you have and being grateful for it, because what you focus on expands. If you're grateful for what you have, then your ability to be grateful will expand, which means that you will draw to you more things to be grateful for. The more you focus on what sucks in your life, the more you will draw more of suckage to you. And that's (laughs) the nature of the beast. Yes. And I do that every morning now. And even with, you know, gratitude is part of my ritual in the morning. I call upon my angels. I do my Catholic based prayers. And then I do, um, my blessing for the world. And, um, but I absolutely bring it round to the place of being so grateful and being fulfilled and being blessed, um, and giving thanks for it all and acknowledging what it is that's there that I have. Yes, I could do with some more. Thank you very much. But I am so grateful for what I have. I'm grateful for my health. The other day I felt like such a shit, Kelly. I'll tell you, I was just having a really bad day. I mean, it was just a fucking day. It was a day that you just can't get out of your own emotions. Probably because I was getting my period, but, and we were, we were at the diner and I am there crying. Cause it was like, I was at that point where, you know, we were going to cry just because of an emotional break. And they served me my salad with bacon bits on it. And I don't eat, I still don't eat four leggers. So I went back to other meats since I mentioned that earlier, but that was like my breaking point. It was so stupid, but I'm like, Oh my God, they gave me bacon. Oh my God. I mean, who, and like, people are probably like, Anna's crying over this. You know what I mean? Other people that would see me. Cause I'm usually, I have to embody holding it all together. And my husband 
you know, he's there and I'm just like, and I said, I know it's my fault. I know it's my fault. Cause I forgot to tell them to no, to do no bacon on the salad. And then, you know, the, the universe, the universe sometimes hates me so much, Kelly, they send, they send in a blind guy. They send in a blind guy to show me gratitude. A blind guy walks into the diner. How often do you see a blind person, especially out in COVID? How often would you see somebody walking into an establishment that's blind? Really? And I'm like, really? Really? I'm like, I got it. I hear you loud and clear. I'm like, get your shit straight, Anna. Get out of this emotional roller coaster, this tailspin that you're going into, because you have it so much better. Just be grateful, like right in the here and the now. Don't just say it in your prayers. Don't just say it in your affirmations in the morning. Don't just like say, I'm thankful when somebody does something or you're doing something and something works out. But literally, you got to live it all the time. And it's really hard when you're in the middle of the shit storm of emotions or things not going your way. And like you said, you know, I worked so hard. I deserve this, you know, and that whole, you know, it's, they gave me a blind guy to show me. I'm like, okay, universe, I get it. I see the signs. I get it. I get it. I get, I got to live in this every, like all day, all night. I have to rise above and I got to find gratitude as, as my, you know, as my guidepost, I have to. So do you mind if I hop into coach mode with you for a moment? Please. Okay. Because what you've just described is, is trauma survivor brain response. What I'm going to say to you is that you were probably in tears because you were beyond empty and that you had given way too much. And the answer isn't so much to be grateful because other people have it worse because that's what trauma people say, right? But instead to pay attention to your needs and take care of you and make sure that you don't get to that point, right? That's where I was headed in July, and that's why I took August off, right? I was I was headed down that rabbit hole of, I'm toast. And I went, okay, time to take August off, right? So it's, it's a process for us to learn to take care of ourselves. And when we can step into that place of taking care of ourselves, and when we, and, and you know, the rule is ask early, ask often, right? Even if you don't need the help, maybe you just want the help, or maybe you don't even necessarily want the help, but you're going to ask for help because next time you won't have help available. And if you get help now, then you'll have more energy next time, right? So, you know, ask early, ask often. It should not be a last resort thing to ask for help, right? Which is how we treat it, right? Um, but if you do that, then you stay at a certain level of energy and then you get to feel, um, then you don't have to feel empty and like you have to cry over bacon bits. I, my, my thing wasn't bacon bits. My thing was uh, a cream in my coffee at a retreat that there was no cream. And so I burst into tears and melted down all over the guy next to me going, oh, there's no cream in my coffee. Nobody loves me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, honey, you know, if I had cream right now, it would be yours. Like, I know, but you don't. <laughs> so we've all been there, right? <laughs> that was mine. <laughs> and, and I was just so sad about the coffee. But what that coffee taught me and the reason I was so upset about the cream and that coffee in that moment was because every single retreat I had been to, I had talked to the organizers and said, you guys run out of coffee on Sunday, a creamer on Sunday. And could you please make sure there's cream on Sundays? And, and it's a very um, parental sort of retreat. And so I had really designated the organizers as parents in my mind. 
And um, that day I had my aha and I went, oh, I could just bring cream. And I did next time. <laughs> and I bought, I brought an entire quart of cream so that everyone else who was always disappointed on Sunday who didn't have cream could actually have some cream and I could be, be able to share my wealth of cream with others. Right. <laughs> And and I was also sad that they never made a gluten-free chocolate cake. And so I made a gluten-free. They always started the weekend with a chocolate cake. And I always was sad because I didn't get it because I was gluten-free. And so I made a chocolate cake that was gluten-free and brought it with me and shared with the other gluten-free people. And they were thrilled. And I was thrilled. And I felt taken care of. And I felt that I, I had my needs met. And I was like, oh, look, I can do this myself instead of just being disappointed by others, right? Novel concept, right? Take care of myself instead of just taking care of other people, right? And so because it was my need, I wasn't filling it. If I had seen other people having the need, I would have filled it in a moment, right? But because I'd been trained not to take care of my needs, I didn't do that. So for all of you out there in listener land who, for whom this sounds familiar, know that you are not alone, that we are with you. <laughs> and, and we're trying to share from our experience <laughs> that, that this does not have to be the case, right? And so, um, you know, thank you for being willing to go there. And and because uh, I think that was an important thing for people to hear. Yeah. And thank you for that, that whole explanation, because it's, it's true. I've, I've been operating on fumes because of just keep giving to others, giving to others, giving to others. Well, you're um, running a community. That's, yeah. you know, there's a reason why I keep saying no to running communities in the local <laughs> area here is because I know exactly how much it'll suck your energy, right? There, that's always a challenge. So, um, but what I will say is having connection to other people is so valuable. Other people who, who are on the same path, right? It is so valuable. And this is one of the reasons why you and I connected so strongly. We're just like, yes, right? It's why what you do is so important. It's why the gift that you have given the people in your community is so important. There's a, there's a way in which being able to connect with other people who are doing what you do, it is freeing in a lot of ways, especially if you're somebody who holds community, right? Like I hold community for my clients. You hold community for yours. That's why I won't do it here because I'm already doing it for my people, right? And I hold community for the podcast here. Joey and I do that together, right? And when you're a community holder, having a place to go where other community holders are and being able to just be and not have to be holding the space is huge, right? It's massive. And so, you know, I know you've got a retreat coming up, right? Yeah, it's called Soul Treat. Is that right? And it's in uh, North Carolina? Yes, in, in Boone at the Art of Living Retreat Center. Yeah. Which, by the way, I found incidentally outside of what you had sent me around your Soul Treat. Um, and it's amazing. The retreat center is amazing. And I it, actually it tried is. to schedule a retreat for myself in August and they were sold out. So I couldn't get there, but it looks amazing. And the food looks amazing. And the center is got yoga and there's the, the, the beautiful environment. It's a fantastic space, right? It's another opportunity 
to get together at this time in person, obviously, to meet other people who do what you do. And so if this is something you do, um, or if it's something you think you might want to do, or if you might want to learn from the people who do it, this this is a great place to go. And what, what are the dates of that? So it's October 21st through the 24th. And we have a mix of audience. So we have people who are seeking wellness and well-being in the retreat. And it's, it's, it, and you know, what's really great about it. It's like, um, it's like a self-development more, more retreat than it is like super spiritual, super woo-woo. So it's a lot of fun. It's, it's really a great space to mix like it all together, you know, to experience it all. And then we have the practitioners of wellness who are part of the retreat. So they're the ones who are hosting the workshops and and part of the fair and, 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 uh, providing experiences to the, the attendees, but they're also part of the retreat. So what's really great is they don't come and do their stage thing or come and do their workshop thing and disappear. Everybody's integrated. And this is one of the magic, um, the, the secret sauce here is that everyone feels that we are all in this together and we all have shit to work out and work through and release and reset in our lives to be the best person once we come out of this. And so that really changes the game because we have such a high level, a high quantity of practitioners there. Um, you know, we have like 40, 50, 60 practitioners, and then we have a high amount of attendees who are people seeking wellness, but yet everybody is each other's resource. And by having those leaders there, it makes everybody else feel so much more like, oh my gosh, like I'm sitting next to like the future Oprah or whatever it is, right? I just heard this person speak and then here they are sitting next to me in a workshop. It creates that normalcy and that equality. And um, it really makes it a special, special event. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's like nothing else. Um, I've, had, I've had people come back to me, um, people that are leaders in their industry, like executive coaches, and I'm talking like real executive coaches, not like the ones we were talking about before saying I'm executive coach and they haven't booked a client. I'm talking about ones that are like, you know, working for, for government, working for education, working for universities. And they've come back to me saying that they actually use their experience at Salt Tree in their talks, in their pitches. I mean, that they do, that this is part, and it was their first retreat that they've ever went to like this, that they've ever experienced anything like this. And that's how, how life-changing and transformational it was. And in fact, Vanessa, who, you know, is my assistant, she came to me like four months after solo treat, three or four months after solo treat and says, are you looking for an assistant? I'll work for you for free. Solo treat changed my life. And that's the effect that the retreat has because of the, the dynamics of it and the way it's constructed and built and the way that we make people feel they'll come back a year or two years later. And they'll say, Oh my gosh, I'll never forget how I felt, um, uh, from being there. So yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, so it's it's in person, and I was uh, I was on the call today, and they said that uh, the the retreat center is requiring proof of vaccination. Um, so for those of you out there like me, for whom vaccination is important, uh, that that is a very comforting thing, um, and so you know that is a bonus as well. Uh, provides a layer of of safety, right? So. Um, you know, all of these links are going to be in the show notes. So if you're now going, what's the wellness universe? What's the soul treat? What, how do I do this? It's all in the show notes. You know this. If you've been here any length of time, you know it's all in the show notes. So please, please, please check it out. 
I really think that you will love the people. I mean, I've only gotten to know a few people in the in the group, and I really I I adore them. They're they're awesome people. So the which is not surprising because you know you you attract who you are, right? And you know you're pretty awesome. Thank you, thank you, Kelly, and you and you too. And that's why you're here. But you, you know, it's and it's funny watching watching um, who fall away. It's it's interesting because that's happened too. But this is all part of the process. And I, I'm very blessed to have some pretty remarkable human beings like yourself, um, surrounding me because this is what fills my cup really and truly and keeps me going because this is, this is it for me. This is my, my baby. And I believe that we're here and and calling us all together to make the world a better place is super important. Now it's not just like, Oh, we need mental health and we, and we need spiritual awareness and, and, you know, enlightenment. It all happened because of COVID. No, we've been working on this. Like this, we've been this working is, on this. I've yeah. been in it for twenty years, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> like y'all are late to the party, but you're welcome. It's like we told you so, and now see what happened. <laughs> well, this has been great, and and we're well over because we haven't had Joey to keep me in line. Sorry, <laughs> I just can't stop talking. I'm 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 like that. I go over every time. So, um, Joey, I'm no help me, with that. Keeps me on track. So. Um, but normally, normally we would do a Kellyism at this point, which is a, uh, you know, sort of a wrap up thought. And I'm going to ask you to do that today since there's no one to prompt me with it. See, I always get put on the spot with it, too. So that's OK. She just looked at me like, oh, crap, what am I going to say? Which is no, how I feel no pressure. every time. OK, so, you know, just something something about manifestation, happiness, self-care, whatever. Great one. Okay. I got a good one for you. This actually was my very first post on Facebook back in 2011. And when I first opened up my Facebook page, Circles of Inspiration, and it was as you pass people down the street or somebody that's standing in front of the grocery store, just bless them with love, peace, um, joy, prosperity, because everything that you, you send out will come back to you. And that's, that will help you to manifest. So just give it out. Just keep sending unconditional love to people, strangers, dogs in the park, whatever, just to the trees, just send out unconditional love. You don't know who or what needs it from you. It's not that you have to see someone in peril or in crisis. So, um, with that, it will come back to you. And that's, I guess that's my Annaism, Kellyism. That's totally awesome. (laughs) And actually Taylor's right well into, uh, we did an entire episode on blessings with Peter Cradivant uh, sometime last year, year and a half ago, somewhere around there. Um, and so if you want more on that, you can listen to that episode and that would be, uh, it's, it's a beautiful episode. So I highly recommend it. So fantastic. Well done. You, you tapped into the energetic gestalt of the podcast with that one. That was <laughs> Energetic awesome. gestalt. I love that. There Thank you. you. So fantastic. Okay. And that is all we have for this week's episode. Please join us next week as we add another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I am Kelly Sparta here with Anna Pereira, and you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. 
share with our condition each mile I travel over 13,000 now. Spiritripa is the sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under a Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to www.creativecommons.org. Any requests for deviations to this licensing should be sent to kelly at kellysparta.com. To sign up for or get more information on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to www.kellysparta.com. This episode of Spirit Sherpa has been produced by Honu Voice Productions, with post-production by Christopher Wright. Into my home and my love and my life and me. Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing? But you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half, guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.